Welcome to the Potter's Hour with Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode, the senior pastor of the Well Prayer Center. Prophet Nase is passionate about God's people living a victorious life through faith, holiness, prayer, and fasting. And now, today's message. This is the I'm going to talk about mountain moving feet. And just follow me a little bit. Hallelujah. I believe that you are getting blessed by the word of God. The Bible said the word is new every morning. Hallelujah. I'm talking about mountain moving feet. Hallelujah. And I want to pick it from um, Romans chapter 4 verse number 17. I want to talk about Father Abraham. As it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and called those things which be lost as though they were. As though they were. Who again so believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Wow. I love this scripture. Who again so believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And be not weak in faith. Somebody say mountain moving faith. And be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. But was strong in faith. Giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he has promised, what he has promised, he was able also to do what? To perform. Hallelujah. This is talking about the father of our faith. Everybody say the father of our faith. I told you that the founder of our faith is Jesus Christ. But the father of our faith is Abraham. And the Bible started by 17 saying that, as it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations before him whom we believe. Now, the background of this story is that Abraham, according to Genesis chapter 12, was there with his father and the Lord said, leave your father and your mother and go to a land that I will show you. And the Lord said to Abraham, get thee out of your country from your kindred and from your father's house unto a land that I will show you. And God promised that um, I will make you of a great nation and I will bless thee and thy, and thy name and, and thy, I will make thy name great and thou shalt be what? A blessing. So God called Abraham out of his father's house told him to leave and he said he's going to bless him and the purpose of the blessing is that he's going to become what? A blessing. Give the Lord some attention here. Hallelujah. Amen. And Abraham, uh, verse number four, <laughs> Interesting, there's something about Abraham. The next verse, and so Abraham departed. Hallelujah. Very quick response. He didn't waste time. The Bible says he did what? He departed. It means that sometimes delay obedience can be equation. Uh, delay obedience can be disobedient. Amen. So Abraham left his father's house and he decided to go. Amen. Now, according to the Hebrew writer, he didn't even know where he was going, but he just decided to go. One of the promises is that I will make you of a great nation. Now, if God called you and said he's going to make you of a great nation, you can imagine 
you can begin to think about how often you are going to have children. Because wow. great nation means that probably uh, every year you should have one child so that you multiply. Hallelujah. Um, this one alone tells you that God's ways are different from our ways. He said, your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. He said, as the heavens are higher than them, so are my thoughts higher. Now, it means that you will need faith to be able to be connected to the things God has promised you. Hallelujah. Now, according to the scripture, Abraham departed. And Abraham left. Now, God came back when we studied from Genesis chapter 17 and about. He said, go and count the stars. Abraham counted. And he said, your descendants shall be like that. Wow. Remember the promise. He said, I'll make you of a great nation. Now, he's counting the stars. One day, he took him to the seashore and said, your descendants will be like the son of the seashore. And between the time God made the promise, it took 30 years before God showed up. Amen. Hallelujah. And Apostle Paul was telling us that in the midst of that, Abraham has hope against hope. Hallelujah. He hoped what? Against hope. I think chapter 18 there about who against hope believe in hope. In fact, the, the New Living Translation put it in a very interesting way. He said that even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept on hoping. Amen. This is where I want you to come to that place. There was no reason for hope, but Abraham kept on what? Hoping. Amen. It means that there is no room for hopelessness in where you find yourself in. No matter how God delays the manifestation, you should not come to the place and be hopeless. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping. And the writer explained that. Uh, that he will become the father of many nations. For God has said that. That's how many descendants you will have. But in the midst of that, Abraham's faith did not weaken. The King James Version said that. <laughs> he is stacking not at the promise of God through unbelief. And then NIV said that. Abraham's faith is not what? Weaken. Without weakening in his faith. He faced the fact that his body was not as good as dead. But I like the way the King James put it. He said that he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Hallelujah. But what? Was strong in faith. So when you are not staggering against the promise of God through unbelief, and you are strong, he said, what are the characteristics that show that you are strong in faith? Number one, even when the thing delay, you continue to give glory to God. Amen, Amen to Jesus Christ. No matter how God delays, because you have come to the place to believe that even if God delays, he has not denied his promises. Now listen to me. God cannot lie. Can I say that again? I didn't say God does not lie. I, 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 I mean, you, 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 you understand better English than me, but I didn't say God does not lie. Me and you probably can lie, and I'm sure you have lied before. And I'm sure even yesterday you lied. But God cannot lie. Because of the way sometimes we can lie, we think that God can also lie. But God cannot lie. It is in the Bible that <laughs> two immutable things that God cannot what? Lie. He cannot lie means that it is not something God can try. It is impossible for God to lie. 
if it is impossible for God to lie, there becomes one of the authentic reasons to trust in him. It means that whatever God has said to you, he has the power to bring it to a fulfillment. And faith is, oh, 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 let me define faith another way for you. There are different definitions for faith. In the context of my teaching, I want you to come to the place and understand that faith simply, faith simply means believing that God is telling the truth. What did I say? Believing that God is what? Telling the truth. And because he's telling the truth, all contrary circumstances contradicting his promise, you still can trust in him. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving what? Glory to God. So the one of the reasons we know that you are strong in faith is that even when the promises are not been fulfilled, you are still thanking God. Amen. So child of God watching me, even if you are watching me from the hospital and the symptoms has not left your body and still there are situations that are very challenging, the money you are expecting has not come. One of the reasons that is a strong manifestation that you are strong in faith is that even when the symptoms are still there, you are still thanking the Lord for your healing. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. So it becomes faith when all contrary circumstances are around you, but you are still saying, thank you, Lord, I'm here. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is where the Bible says, Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in what? Faith. Giving what? Glory to God. And I love the next thing that he said. And being fully what? Persuaded. But there's another point I want to know. The Bible says, he considered not. Everybody say, considered not. So multi-moving faith say that. Don't consider the circumstance. If you want to step in a multi-moving faith, don't do what? Consider the circumstance. Watch me from there. Hallelujah. Don't consider the things you are saying. Don't consider how you feel. Don't consider how, what you see. Don't consider what is happening around you. The Bible said that. It means Abraham has every right to consider, but he decided not to consider. Because it is the word of God versus the things you are considering. Listen to me. Now two platforms are here. What your body is saying, or the circumstance around your life, and what God is saying. One of them is telling the truth, and one of them is lying. You have to make a choice. I'll say that again. God has told you that your descendants is going to be like this. The stars in the sky. You are now 100 years old. Your wife is 90 years old. And the Bible says you have every, every, Abraham has every right to consider. But the Bible says he considered not. So in order to step into the mountain moving faith, even though you have a right to consider, don't consider. Now if I'm not considering, what do I do? What do I do? I'm glad you asked. Continue looking into the word of God. That is what the Bible says. He started not at the promise of God. So it means that you cannot say you are operating by faith if you don't have the promise. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said you cannot say you are operating by faith if you don't have what? The promise. So once you have the promise, faith is in operation. Oh, I can say that again. He considered not his body. He considered not. It means that now, let me bring it to huh? He considered not his body now dead. Huh? He considered not. He considered not. Somebody say considered not. considered not. But was strong in faith. 
when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. It means that his body was dead, Sarah's womb was dead, but Abraham decided not to consider. Do you want to step in a mountain moving faith? Don't consider your bank account. Don't consider what your body is saying. Don't consider the things the media is saying. They are doing their job. Somebody asked me a question. Why is the devil attacking? I say he's doing his job. If he doesn't attack, what can he do? So Satan is doing his job. Now, today something dropped in my spirit. Let me share with you. Do you know that when Moses went to Egypt, if Pharaoh didn't have in his heart, all the miracles we read, it couldn't have happened. Yes, 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 yes. So if the devil doesn't attack, we can't see the demonstration of the power of God. So sometimes we want the situation to go quick, but God also wants the enemy to continue so that he can demonstrate his power. If Pharaoh didn't have in his heart, we would know that God can point a stick, Moses can point a stick to a river, and the whole river will become blood. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? So thank God, we all are not happy, but in the midst of the coronavirus, God is going to work some miraculous power in the midst of God. I am confident about that. But it is going to happen when we trust in him. When we have faith in him, considered not, considered not, I mean, look at the demonstration of the miracles in Egypt. Wow. There was light in God's hand. There was darkness in Egypt. There was a bear. What do they call them in English? Grasshoppers. Eating everything in Egypt. But when you look at God's hand, nothing was there. So as, the, as a result of Pharaoh hiding his hand, God demonstrated his power. I am talking to a child of God here. That is listening to me. Somebody say, I'm into the glory of God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying now? Yes. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his body now dead. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Oh, I wish God would move me out of the faith message. Hallelujah. Amen. But he kept telling me, go and preach it. So it means I hear, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. It means that Abraham was not talking about the circumstance. He was glorifying God for what he has not seen, but he believed it will happen. Remember, faith is the evidence of things you don't see, but you believe that you cannot mix it. It's a substance of things you hope for. It is the evidence of things you cannot see, but you believe that it will surely manifest. Say, I'm into the glory of God. This is where your confession comes in. So, to, to, to get salvation, you confess that Jesus is Lord, according to Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Eh? You have to confess it. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says, If thou shalt confess, everybody say confess. confess. With thy mouth that the Lord Jesus. And shall believe in the heart that God raised him from the dead. That shall be saved. So to, to get salvation, you confess it and then you possess your salvation. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So to get healing, you must confess Isaiah 53 verse 5 and then you get your healing. So there cannot be faith when it's not standing on the word of God. That is why I say that you can, for you to be a faith giant, for you to have mountain-moving faith, you have, you have to be addicted to God's word. All the rules are not the same. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. To, for you to be healed or possess healing, you must confess that word. But he was wounded for my transgression. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And by his stripes, I am what? Heal. 
I'm talking to you. I don't know whether you are listening. Somebody say, by his stripes I'm healed. So to possess healing, you must confess that one. Prophet Nana Seyopukusakodye will be right back. Man can live without food for 40 days, without sleep for 12 days, without water for 6 days, and without oxygen for 5 minutes. But how long can man live without prayer? God said, my house will be a house of prayer. The World Prayer Center, Porter City, Mutual Pram Pram. And now, back to Prophet Nana Seyopukusakodye. Somebody say, how many times? Now, listen. One of my daughters came to me and he said, there is something moving in his body. He is feeling dizzy. I prayed for her on the phone. She was at work. I was there and called me and said, Daddy, it is off and on. Then I prayed and I said, so I give her the scripture. Keep standing on the word. I was there, he moved to me at church and he said, Daddy, I don't like the way I'm feeling. So I told her, go back home and confess by his stripes I'm healed 2,000 times. He said, Daddy, what about if I fell asleep? I said, no problem. See, when you wake up, whatever you left up, continue from there. So he went back home and he said, by his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I'm healed. Thank you, by his stripes I'm healed. He called me and said, Daddy, I'm 1,000. I said, you have not reached, continue. I think I even gave him 3,000 or 5,000. He said he fell asleep and continued. When he woke up, he realized that all the symptoms has left his body. So you have to say it until your heart will pick it up. That is why the Bible says, holding on to the confession of our faith without wavering. It means that don't say it once and stop. Say it until you see manifestation. Oh, you are not listening to what I'm saying. So I told her to go and confess it. I heard this thing from Dr. Young Kicho. He said a woman came to her who has cancer of the truth. And he told her, go and confess the word of God by his stripes I'm healed 5,000 times. Amen. Amen. He said, when I look at the woman, I, I, I didn't have any faith to pray for her, so I told her. He said, the woman returned back, and I saw her, ah, you are still alive, you are not dead. He said, he was surprised. And the woman said, I have confessed it more than 5,000 times, and the cancer has left my body. This is one aspect of the faith we have never preached. Some of you have said it once and you have stopped. Keep saying it until you heal. So listening to me from the hospital, whatever symptoms you are feeling in your body, you must begin to say, by stripes I'm healed. And keep saying it and saying it and saying it and saying it. And once you say, because sometimes eh, the reason you are not getting the manifestation is that it's at the head level. And when it's at the head level or mental level, it doesn't bring manifestation until you move to the heart level. And for you to move to the heart level, lift your head because if you have faith in your mind and you have doubt in your heart, you will not have a breakthrough. But if you have doubt in your mind and you have faith in your heart, you will still break through. Somebody say, I'm into the glory of God. Yeah. How do I know that? If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in where your heart, not your mind. Somebody say heart. So sometimes, uh, have you, uh, uh, can you remember there was a time uh, you, you give a testimony and you said that, oh, I didn't even believe it all, but the, uh, my faith was small, but the thing happened. Yeah. It means that even though you were doubting in your mind, but there was faith in your heart. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Yeah. 
So sometimes you cannot tell. But confession is what releases it into your heart. So the Bible says, hold on to the confession of your Tell somebody, hold on. Don't say it once and stop. Hold on to the confession of what? Your faith. To possess freedom, you must confess John chapter 8 and verse number 36. John chapter 8 and verse number 36. That is why you possess freedom. If the Son therefore shall make me free, then I shall be free indeed. As you confess that, confess that every bondage will leave your body. Because Satan knows the word of God is the sword of the Spirit. Do you know that when the devil came to tempt Jesus in Mark chapter, Luke chapter 4 and Matthew chapter 4, he didn't say abide. He said, it is what? Written. And Paul came back and said that, take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So when you call the, the word of God, you are pierced Satan with the sword. Amen. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. Amen. Am I talking to somebody here that is hearing me? Hallelujah. Sometimes we just have to take it easy and just talk to you. I'm not going to be too, too, I'm not going to keep you too long. We'll come back in the evening and, and, and move with power. But this evening, I felt like just talking to you. So are you going through any bondage? If you want freedom, if you want to possess freedom, confess it. Confess it that if the sons are making me free, then I shall be what? Free indeed. Has Jesus make you free? Then you are free indeed. Everything the devil is trying to put on you is a counterfeit verse. Say hallelujah to Jesus Christ. I didn't hear you. Hallelujah. To possess the ability to love everyone, you have to move to Romans chapter 5, verse 5. If you want to love, because I told you that you have to love by faith. Do you know that you have to love by faith? Yes, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. This scripture, one day I was sitting in a table with Richard Roberts, and he taught me this. He said, Nana, I have to confess this scripture until I start loving people that I used to hate. Now, which means, according to the Bible, the love of God is already shed abroad in our heart. So every child of God, automatically you have love. You don't need to pray for love because it's already in your heart. But why is it I hate people? It means that you are not using it. And you want to confess it until it becomes part of your life. Oh, you are not listening to what I'm saying. Hallelujah to Jesus. The Bible said the love of God is already what? Shed abroad in your heart. Read it from the New Living Translation and you'll get what the Bible is saying very clear about what I'm talking about. Are you with me? He said, and this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us. Because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our heart with his love. Do you have the Holy Spirit? Then when the Holy Spirit came to you, he filled your heart with what? Love. So you already have the love, but you are not using it. Husband, love your wife. That is why I say you have to love people by faith. If you don't love them by faith, you cannot love them. It means that I am loving my wife by faith. How do I do, how do, I do that? Because God said I should love him. It means that when he does things, I have to be angry. I must stand on the word of God not to be angry or deal with that treacherously because God said I should love him. And he didn't say when he respects you. Oh, you are not listening to me. They have to stop you. This is where make Christianity very difficult. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm talking about? He said, husband, love your wife. He didn't say when... When, when, when you wake up and kiss you every morning. The reason you have to love her by faith is that he might not be doing the things you're expecting her to do, but because God commands you to love her, you will love her anyway. Oh, man. This is the difficult aspect of our Christian life. Amen. For instance, the Bible says, love your enemies. 
Who wants to do that easily? I said, who wants to do that? It is easy to love your friends. Yeah. A lot of people get along with you. Yeah. People who love you. Ah, nobody wants to hang around mean people. People who are mean. People who are cantankerous. But the Bible says, love your enemies. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Do what? Love what? Love what? Oh, wow. I should love what? Oh, my goodness. Are you listening to me? Facebook everywhere? Love your enemies. If you don't develop your faith, you can't even walk in love. Because you have to love people by faith. Husband, love your wife. For instance, God said, wife, submit to your husband. You have to do that by faith. It means that the man might not be a man that deserves to be submitted to. But you are doing it because God said. And faith is expression of confidence in what God has said. So when you express it practically, you are in faith. Oh, you are not listening to what I'm saying. Hallelujah to Jesus. If you want to possess boldness for spiritual warfare, this is what you must do. Then Proverbs chapter 28 verse 1. Confess that <laughs> ah, the righteous is as bold as a lion. Huh? You want to possess boldness? Yeah. Then you have to know, are you a righteous child of God? Yes, then the Bible says you are bold as a lion. Yeah. Fear has no place in your life. Yes, the Bible said that to possess that lion heart boldness, you must confess this scripture. I am as bold as a lion. I want to repeat it again. There is nothing like possessing without confessing. So if you want to possess first, do what? Confess. Say it. Hallelujah. <laughs> How many of you want to possess the presence of God in every step that you take? Do you want to possess the presence of God? Yes. Huh? They confess that he will never leave me nor forsake me. Amen. That is a Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 and 6. You must walk in the consciousness of that scripture. Do you want to possess the presence of God with each step that you take? Then let your confession, huh? let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things, Jesus Christ. Be content with such things as he have. For he has said, who has said? Therefore he has said. Now, give me the new King James Version. Let me check the word he there. Have you seen the word he? If you have new King James Version, it has appeared capital. Capital. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things that you have. For he himself, if you check the new King James Version, you see that the word he started with a capital letter. Himself started with capital. So he's talking about God. He himself or Jesus Christ has said what? I will never forsake you nor what? Leave you. So to possess that boldness, and walking with the presence of God around you, you must have this scripture. You must confess it. That no matter where I am, whether I'm in the hospital, whether I'm driving, God will never forsake me nor leave me. I heard you shout, I'm into the glory of God. So do you want to have possessed the presence of God with each step that you take? Then confess that he will never forsake me nor leave me. And as you keep confessing it every day, it will become part of your life. Glory, I don't know who I'm preaching to. Abraham didn't stop confessing it. I'm sure Abraham wake up and say, my body is not dead. He considered his body now dead. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah was but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he has promised was able also to perform. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Do you want to possess redemption? 
and bed, the, 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 I mean, do you want to possess redemption benefit every day? Then Psalm 107, verse 2. You must continue confessing it. Confess that you are the redeemer of the Lord. Amen. I said, do you want to consider redemption? Yes. It means that when every infirmity comes to you, tell God that you are the redeemer of the Lord. When anything comes, say you are the redeemer of the Lord. Let the redeemer of the Lord do what? Are you the redeemer of the Lord? Yes. The Bible says, don't keep quiet. Do what? Say it. When any virus or symptoms come to your body, tell the devil, I'm the redeemer of the Lord. I quoted a scripture, I think, in Colossians chapter 1 from verse number 10. You remember that scripture? Colossians chapter 1 and verse number 10. Huh? Uh, let me read from verse number 12 and see verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet, and I like the way the New Living, New International Version put it. The word meet, New International Version said, that he has made us what? Qualify. So nobody can disqualify you. If God has made you qualify, who can disqualify you? Giving thanks unto the Father who has qualified me to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. Look at where you belong to. Awesome. Awesome. Verse 13 says, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. Oh, 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 oh. Look at the word rescued. Is it past and present or future? So are you now going to be rescued? Are you now going to be rescued from coronavirus? What has already happened? You have already been rescued. Enforce the devil's defeat. Oh, I'm talking to somebody that will hear me. Somebody say hallelujah to Jesus Christ. When were you rescued? 2,000 years ago. At the cross of God. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. And brought us into the dominion of the son of his love. But look at verse number 14. In whom we have what? Redemption. And the forgiveness of our sin. No matter the sin you are committed, you cannot be condemned because it has been forgiven. Amen. In whom we have what? Redemption. When you come back to verse 12 and start reading from the New Living Translation, you will love. He said that, always thanking the Father, he has enabled me to share the inheritance that belongs to the people who live in the light. Oh, wow. The next verse said that, for he has rescued me from the kingdom of darkness. Oh, you are rescued. I say you are rescued. I say somebody under the sound of my voice, you are rescued. The Bible says he has rescued us from what? Huh? Oh, rescue us from the kingdom of darkness. There is a kingdom of darkness. Do you know coronavirus is from the kingdom of darkness? And do you know you have already been rescued? Stand fast in the liberty where Jesus has made you free. Don't be entangled with the yoke of bondage. Because in him you live. In him you, 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 you move. And in him you have your being. Somebody say amen to the glory of God. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. Do you want to possess dynamic deliverance over Satan's power? Then Mark chapter 16 verse 17. Confess that in the name of Jesus Christ, you can cast out demons. Hallelujah. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out what? Demons. 
Thank you for joining us on the Porter's R. We believe you've been blessed with today's message. Join us same time tomorrow for the continuation of this message. To order for this message and other messages by Prophet Nase Pukusakode. And for all inquiries, call these numbers. Plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Miocho Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana. We invite you to worship with us at Potter City Mutual Prom Prom Road. Weekly service, Tuesdays, intercessory all-night meeting, 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. Wednesday, teaching service, 5.45 p.m. to 8 p.m. Thursday, breakthrough hour, 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Friday, mega all-night service, 10 p.m. to 4.30 a.m. Sunday morning empowerment service, 8.20 to 11 a.m. God bless you. This is the power.